Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse. And for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate David's list now! After what, baby? Come on! There's rebellion in the wind. It will be crushed. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur blossoms? Now let's put those here to test our faith. That damn lie! I, I saw him on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniac! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! Welcome to a last minute emergency episode of the <laughs> Deep Chill with uh, yeah. Dan Unaki, Dan and myself. Um, how, how's it going, Dan? How you doing? Good, man. Yeah, that's you good. Doing? I'm doing I'm doing good. This is weird. The last 24. So last night around like 11 p.m. my time, maybe later, I was just about to go to bed and I stumble across this random youtube video and it's talking about atlantis the garden of eden it's talking about the center and the origin of humanity the guy talking about it is this gigantic mustached the mustache was gigantic big mustached dude who slightly even resembled an Eeyore Bach type character, all these different parallels started happening. And I was watching something mm. about this theory or whatever called the Saxer saga, S A X E R. And yeah. I immediately texted Dan and was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we needed, I just needed to do an episode on this immediately and just get this, at least, I don't know, under our belts. And if it's useful or nonsense, whatever, mm-hmm. some of it might be good. Some of it might be bad. But um, I just felt like we needed to like add this in as soon as possible to the greater conversation. Yeah, for sure, man. Did you finish the whole thing? I didn't get to the end of the video. I tried tonight and I still was like rewinding and taking notes and going, what the fuck? Like all these different connections. So you might have to fill me in a little bit on like the ending. Maybe let's see. Where was I? Okay. Yeah, I was about. Did you get to the the one dude talking about the gopher trees? Don't know if I got to. guy. No, I don't think I got to gopher trees. I did get to, of course, okay. giant trees, which, ladies and gentlemen, that's yeah, a popular yeah. little theme that's been going around, and that's involved in this Saxer saga as well. Um, it's It um, all takes place in Florida. Yeah. 
So tell me what you think about it, because I think I have maybe a different view after watching the whole thing and and uh, being that Roman and Juan and uh, some other guys, Paranoid American, Gabe, they've they've kind of been doing this stuff about Florida lately. So I've been kind of paying attention to mm. some of the stuff that they've been talking about. So I thought it was actually pretty fucking interesting that they're saying that the Garden of Eden is in Florida, considering there's also a place called Bach Tower, <laughs> which has like this big giant garden around it. And it's supposed to be like a Garden of Eden, too. So it's kind of like same but different and then in a different location where this guy is talking about being the Garden of Eden. But I thought there was some interesting uh, Greek mythology in it that I wasn't uh, completely aware of. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting also because we talked to a guy on the show uh, that told us about some Greeks uh, possibly being around in 500 AD in the Americas. So I thought that was kind of an interesting connection also to that, to that show that we had done previous. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't agree with like everything they were saying. And, and it did kind of weird me out that the guy did look like Eeyore Bach a little bit. And he even said he had Swiss background and came from like royalty. And right. he was also like from the line of Isaac. Uh, which is like Jacob in the same line of David and Jesus. So I thought that was kind of interesting and weird too. And he was Swiss royalty. Right. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, as you were saying before the show, how like California and Florida have a lot of similarities as well. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so like along those same parallels. Um, so I'll just, I'll back it up a little bit and say that at first, as you read my texts as well, I was like freaking out like this <laughs> yeah. feels like it's a polar opposite counterpart black versus white whatever to mm -hmm. the pagan box saga because so this is um yeah based in greek mythology specifically yep. leading mm -hmm. of course to roman catholicism jesus the whole thing uh, uh borders on the millennial kingdom type stuff without really suggesting it or saying it on on the nose with it but um so that is a gigantic polar opposite of course right there because we're dealing with a heathen tradition right versus this very more orthodox more you know monotheism everything is going a different direction with this saxer saga it seems like one is upholding one narrative and another is is upholding another the other but at the same time to to what you're saying to the credit i'll give you credit for what you're saying here is that like there's a lot of um connections to the saga rather than uh opposition as well where it's like well the box saga claims that these ring lands were all over the earth at one time so and everything was clearly fractal in their cultures um from the inside out so I would, we've also said that the all fathers were in all the ringlands. Every ringland had an all father, just as mm -hmm. it, it uh, you know, resembled the original one. Uh, according to the saga, it would be up there, right? You know, there's probably a number of different places that could claim they were the number one first all father or first ringland. You know, maybe that's the case here. I don't know. There's so much more uh, that I've, 
already kind of investigated with the Scandinavian side of things that it's like, this is so new, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know what to make of it entirely yet, but there are, there's a lot of parallels, but there's also a lot of like silliness going on where it's like, okay, (laughs) this, this guy in particular is talking about literally Poseidon. So uh, I actually wrote down some of the parallels because I thought this was important. Both of our stories here, the box saga and the, the Saxer saga have crystal balls and uh, mm-hmm. that kind of shit buried in the ground. Um, this Saxer uh, saga suggests that this was like the artifact that Poseidon was literally using. So we're going to uh, material, physical, giant, alien gods and it's also very alien friendly this mm-hmm. saxer saga whereas yes. the box saga is very very human and nothing human. more yeah. so we have a very we have the poles there again um i will say though that the box saga does talk about the the three crystal balls and they don't yes. know where they're at so right they're supposedly buried or scattered or something yeah. So that is so, interesting. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that the some of this feels like it goes up like against one another, but other yeah. parts of it feel like, oh no, this is part of the same story. And I think this Saxer saga, now I'm biased, admittedly biased, because I've looked right. so much into the saga for so long, the box saga that is. But t- from my perspective, from my very biased perspective, it feels like the Soxer story here is uh, a little big for its britches and it thinks it's the box <laughs> saga. But right again, yeah, that's from my like biased perspective. Me. You know what I mean? But that's another big duality there where it's like you do have this Greek mythological timeline leading to Christianity in the long run versus a very mm-hmm. pagan heathen uh story being pushed so there is that comparison that, that possible conflict that possible rivalry uh subconscious conscious completely accidental i, I don't know what to make of that but there's so the, hang on before i forget there's more also buried yeah. treasure the dude's literally uncovering mm-hmm. supposedly uh you know, effigies to the underworld on his own property. Keyhole. Yeah. Keyhole. With, with a keyhole. Yeah. A keyhole. Hey, did you notice some of the imagery on the keyholes that were flashed on the screen in that, that scene when he was talking about that? Cause it mm-hmm. showed little circles, like whirling circles with lines in it, which would literally have made the spinning swastika. It was pretty oh. wild. I was like, oh, that's an interesting coincidence. There was even an image of Thor and goats that popped up on the screen at one point. I'm like, was that an accident? <laughs> Why did that just pop up while he's talking about Poseidon? Yeah. So, yeah, buried treasure. Um, at some points, he's trying to use like phonetics to explain uh, paradise and things like that. Very similar to uh, obviously how Hes- Box Saga Hes- explains things. Hesperides. Yeah, the Garden of Hesperides, and he says that this is where the word paradise comes from. He even shortens mm-hmm. it and says that they would say parodies. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. geez, that sounds a lot like Paradisette from the box mm-hmm. saga. So, again, I want to say that to me right now, it feels like this is a remnant of those ringlands that the saga yeah. talks about. But 
over time, whatever has been remembered and held on to has been misconstrued because of this very Christian versus pagan duality that's existed for a very long time. And Plato. Plato? What about him? Plato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gives the imagery of what Atlantis is supposed to be like. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's another so, entire part of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we're we're not who's, we're again we're talking Greek, about Greek, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the Atlanteans. We're talking about the Atlanteans who fought the Athenians. We're not talking about right. Altlant East. We're not talking about right. that. We're talking about the same people with a lot of the same culture, uh, cultural ideas and concepts, but have an entire, like, again, have lost that phonetic old world language. So uh, you were, you were mentioning something to me, uh, with your first assessment about this, suggesting they have something or he, the guy, has something mixed up about, uh, you know, before and after the flood, how things didn't match up a little mm -hmm. bit for you. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah, because the Garden of Eden is pre-deluge, right? So uh, okay. I guess it could be a remnant of Atlantis, but it wouldn't be during the greek time period because the greeks were so long after the flood right uh, if if the flood if we're going by the flood narrative from box saga or like the the crashing of the icebergs over the land which causing a flood which is like younger dryas kind of era 10,000 around that 10,000 bc era then greeks weren't around yet you know they yeah. just weren't because even in like some of the mythology of the Greeks, it's like the 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 Atlanteans that give like the Greeks. Uh, I think there's a verse in Plato that's uh, uh, the guy is telling him about it. And he's like, you, "You're too, you're like too dumb to even realize like these, like you come from them. <laughs> like these are like your own fucking people. You know that you're going to war with like right. your descendants." of the Atlanteans, but you probably don't even realize it. Right. Because it's been so far long ago. So and Solon was like, whatever, man, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So how up. so how's their Greeks? How's their Greeks, you know, yeah. Uh, during this time. Uh, so that's one of my hangups. I do think like maybe there was like some type of uh Atlantis Atlantic uh, maybe I should say Atlantic civilization right. that was happening. The seafaring trading, seafaring traders, yeah, mercantile uh, culture that was going on, and they were, you know, using the Amazon for Terra Preta for soil to grow shit, and uh, also a lot of the Americas, uh, Africa, Spain, uh, Hispaniola, uh, Celtibaria, all these different places were parts of like this Atlantic culture that maybe gets mixed up with what atlantis was uh in the mythology too right right so that well, would so, be yeah, like my thing because he's coming from a greek era so that's like maybe i don't know how long ago the greeks go back but maybe like 3000 2000 bc i'm gonna look it up uh, right now well, they say Egypt is like 3,000, Sumeria is like yeah. 4,000. Uh, well, so the Greeks, yeah, 4,000 after there. Yeah. 
but yeah, more recent. Oh, back to which Greeks go. So it's possible that uh, you know they could have came yeah, over eleven hundred BC. Eleven hundred BC. Yeah. So, so let's see. So it goes all the way back to around eleven hundred BC. So I mean, give or take. I'll give them a thousand years because fuck academic science on yeah, Google. Who knows like what? Fucking... Who knows if it's true or not? But <laughs> I'd lines, give them but... a thousand years. It still doesn't make sure. a, make a difference. You know, you'd need another yeah, nine thousand. Not the Garden of Eden. <laughs> no, not even close. Especially, I'm. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. There's a lot to get into uh, in the coming months. I have a, a a guy contacted me just the other day. I'll tell you about it later. That um has a lot of interesting takes on ancient, like we're talking like 400,000 year old uh, cave drawings and shit like that, like alluding to Arctic culture and shit like that. So we'll, mm. we'll get where there's going to be a lot of, a lot more evidence coming forward. I think to yeah, kind of I, just, I just broaden watched, uh... this picture. If anyone survival gamers out there with a mini map where you don't get to see <laughs> the larger area until you go there, like I think a lot of our map is going to, is going to get uncovered quicker and quicker as we, as we, you know, add more things in. Cause this idea yeah. that um, all these guys that we know have been talking about Florida, I've heard about this and I know there's pages on YouTube dedicated to like ancient Florida. I just haven't had the time mm -hmm. yet to look into it. So that's going to just open up a can of worms. I'm sure if we, well, there's definitely been, uh, according to like Randall Carlson, his younger Dryas is, has more to do with comet impacts and the younger Dryas of like box saga is not, which is not even called the younger Dryas. They just give a, a date for it. But even like, I have a problem with their dating too, because they're using a Gregorian calendar and saying like June 24th and they wouldn't have had no fucking June 24th back then. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, modernization there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, where was that going? I fucking lost my train of thought. You pulled an Andy. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, we can share a little. Uh, yeah. So they they don't they don't call it the younger Dryas. So, uh, no. but with the comet impact idea, uh, apparently, like the Gulf of Mexico was one of those impact zones, yep. and that could have caused uh, a lot of area to sink. And then also uh, we have like Bimini Road, uh, mm -hmm. which is off the coast of Florida to the in the Atlantic. And then we also have uh, pyramids in Cuba. We have a lot of big, big uh, pyramids in Mexico and uh, Central, Central America. And then there's a pyramid in Georgia also. So I think there was a lot of stuff going on in that. Uh, gulf area and possibly there could have been like a, a ringland in that area mm -hmm. and so they're they're thinking like oh florida is this ancient garden of eden uh because this was like uh, atlantis when maybe it was just like the second version or like not the atlantis but the atlantic civilization of these mariners that were uh, up and down the Atlantic doing trading with, with the Americas and with um, the, the, you know, Africa and Europe. Yeah. You get to kind of include 
a lot of the different theories and hypotheses that have come out about Atlantis over the years. Like this idea that it wasn't just one place, that it was many places mm-hmm. has has come up in different forms. You know, the seafaring trading comp- the trading group or, you know, international, if you want to call it that pirates almost like a like a world of pirates basically um (laughs) so that fits as well as the box saga store like it all kind of fits together and it's kind of nice when you look at the idea of alt land east all land is ice this very tragic mega story of our history slowly but surely the word just can't go away even though it changes Mm. it becomes a title a name of a place or a nation it stays with us even at the end of Quetzalcoatl and other similar gods. Like you have that ATL, it's all right there. So mm-hmm. it's all like, I, I'm starting more and more to like the more inclusive we are, uh, you know, some would say that might be dangerous in some ways, but I think we are yeah. discerning in a, in a good way while trying to be as inclusive as possible. Like what does fit? Because, you know, I think a lot of, intelligent people have come up with a lot of interesting ideas that you know again it's always like one puzzle piece that you have that might you know really fit in with everything else where the rest of it you might be filling in or you might be hoping it's true and it may not be but it but some part of of it fits and i think we're just going to keep uncovering more and more of this it's kind of like snowballing it feels like yeah, there, there, there seems to be like through our uh, Ancient America series that we kind of did for a couple months and Atlantis and Lemuria, mm-hmm. we've kind of, you know, heard a lot of stories about the Ancient Americas. And it it's very interesting because there's like the Ohio Valley mounds. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that civilization. And they say that those date around 3100 BC, which is a, a little bit before like Egypt. So. Yeah. Uh, and then we know, like, the people that came to Egypt, uh, Toth, um, was, c- calls himself Thoth the Atlantean or right. whatnot. And that's where Hermetic code comes from, Hermetic principles, Hermeticism. So there's a very interesting connection between Atlantis and Egypt. There's a connection between the Americas and Quetzalcoatl, who's also Toth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, uh, we talked to, um, esoteric eddie who said that it was toth who brought the olmec over from africa over to the americas Mm. that's in the olmec mythology so there's a a lot of these interesting connections to america being known about and being around and not that it was like hidden but maybe it was captive maybe it was i think like in a way, this mercantile class that ruled the Atlantic and ruled these trading routes were like creating these stories of krakens and stuff like that, and um, and stuff, so people wouldn't travel outside of the pillars of Hercules out of the Mediterranean to go over here and look because they didn't really necessarily want them to because they had it all on lock over here and it was there. So if anybody came over to fuck with them, they were going to fucking fuck them up. Yeah. Here they had all these little, and it wasn't a lie. (laughs) Right. And they had all these different islands set up in the Atlantic as like, almost like bases and uh, to bring about the goods 
uh, for collection and and distribution. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a whole fucking ring, dude. <laughs> dude, so to speak. No pun yeah. intended. Well, you made me think of the mining of the gold too from the Anunnaki yeah. story from yeah. Africa, right, right? Right. Well, they need to build their atmosphere over in Liberia, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure about Nibiru, but I I don't hold I hold out a little bit on it because you know there is like some stuff going on there that yeah, the symbol of the cross, the crop planet of the crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh most they say most solar systems have uh dual suns and we seem to only have one. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing to like, oh, well, maybe we do. It's just farther fucking away and we don't realize it. Uh, So, you know, and it comes from the Sumerians. So they seem to have a lot of shit on lock, too. They they seem to know what they're talking about and some of their things. A lot of stuff seems to have come from them, too, later on in in history. So um, I don't know if the translations are absolutely correct or whatnot, but, you know. So I, I don't totally judge it, but I, I hold it open. It's on my back burner. Mm. <laughs> so this Saxer saga, it's it's uh, I'm trying to like search for like, you know, with more with box saga, you can kind of at least get a bunch yeah. of images. Well, that, I mean, it's older, it, too. I think this is like, man, I'll share. So let me let me that share had the screen. It be from like the early 90s or something, man. Dude, like I, I did see a, a timestamp on it. <laughs> That said, twenty uh, produced in twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, but right, yeah, but look at look at this guy in his gold jacket, dude. He looks like a WWF fucking manager. Right. Yeah. Hang on one second. <laughs> like fucking right, brother yeah. love or some shit. Yeah. Like what? What? What the fuck? So this. So here's the thing. Um. At first, I thought for those just listening, guys, we're Red. looking at an old man who, again, resembles like like a smaller Eeyore Bach type old guy with a big mustache and beard. Mm. He's wearing like a captain's hat and (laughs) he's on a television show with a red curtain backdrop with a man who looks like, like a fat comedian basically with a gold (laughs) bright jacket on with killer sideburns it looks like a public access conspiracy show from the early yeah. 90s but totally then this dude starts mentioning wikipedia and shit like that oh so really? this guy this show this thing that looks like it's from the early 90s took took place at least after what 2007 eight not, I don't even know when Wikipedia. Yeah, like I said, been around, there's but. a timestamp on the video that says uh, produced in 2013. Okay, so that's uh, that makes sense. So we're looking at 2013. This guy starts to popularize his theories about the Saxer saga in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. It maybe give him a few years. I'm not sure what the other videos seem a little bit older that I've seen him in. Uh, some oh, of the really? some, well, some not the other videos, the other parts of the video. He seems younger. Okay, but this, yeah, this all talks about. Um, it includes like the elongated skulls and and uh, it's yeah, definitely framed yeah, as yeah. it's framed as aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this scene right this, here, 
for those this, just listening uh, again, we're having aerial view of this area of Florida. And again, Dan, do you remember what what part of Florida this is? It starts with a T. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a small area of Florida. No. Turpin? Tar- tarpon. 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 T-A-R-P-O-N. Tarpon, Florida. So Tarpon like Gardens. Tarpon almost. Mm, tar. Tar. T-A-R too. Yeah, as well. Tar. So, but this is the part that really just had my eyebrows raised. I'm like, are you kidding me? And my wife is like buried in something she's watching and she puts her phone down. Like, are you kidding me? What is happening right now? Because he is telling us that the shapes (laughs) of the water, the lakes and rivers, tributaries in this area of Florida are Atlas Poseidon, uh, uh, Atlas's uh, lover. I can't Asperities. remember. Asperities. Yep. Hence the Garden of Asperities. Uh, the mm-hmm. dragon. So here's the other thing. The They quote the Bible or a Greek passage. I can't remember what. But they talk about a serpentine river or even the mm-hmm. fact that the Euphrates River uh, means. It's Greek mythology. Yeah. yeah, it's Greek mythology. Yeah, Euphrates. And the Euphrates River means uh, like a dragon shaped river or something like that. So, yeah. So here's the thing about that. A dragon looks like it looks in certain time, like certain artwork. Sometimes it looks like this. Sometimes it doesn't. But the reason why a lot of rivers do this is because it's the path of least resistance. I mean, this is how rivers flow in a lot of different areas of the world on purpose for specific reasons. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what we could say about claiming that this Soxer saga even involves the shape of the lakes telling the story to us like that is where like i don't like to draw lines i clearly usually don't but what the fuck what do you think of that dan i hope i'm presenting that to those who aren't Um, viewing this uh clearly that he's literally saying the shapes of lakes are telling us part of the this friggin' history and it's like are you kidding me what he said is it's uh, Poseidon marrying Atlas to Hesperides. Yes. And you can see like uh, this whole thing going on with uh, these tributaries and, and the, the water, how they're shaped. Uh, and I was talking to Roman about it earlier and I was like, it, it's fucking ink blots, dude. I mean, you can make anything out of this. Yeah, they're just saying like uh, the I top part. I personally of- didn't really see it. Yeah, I yes, didn't sorry, see yeah. it, uh, but uh, I looked up the etymology of Euphrates, mm-hmm. and it says it may have rig- originated from Old Persian, uh, Ufratu, and it uh, was from Avastan who Perathua, meaning good to cross over. So Interesting. We we're just talking about the crossing. And if somebody else has another explanation of Euphrates meaning Snake River, then uh, I didn't see one. Mm-hmm. That's well. There you go. I've definitely heard it mentioned allegorically, artistically. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I've always taken it. This is taking uh, literalism to an extreme, I think, at least in this part of this documentary. Um, Yes. What would that because he doesn't explain how or why that would be. 
he just says, see, even the land is in the water is showing you the story. It's like, okay, <laughs> are you saying that they carved these rivers and and they were just really yeah, bad artists? That's what he's saying. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, really time, maybe artists. time. Like they even look at the yeah, top really of this. They, they look at the top of this river and they, they have one point in the documentary. It points to it and says elongated skull question mark. And then it flashes like this ridiculous Hollywood like giant alien head on the screen <laughs> i'm like all right so we're basically do, do, like dealing with a poor man's Giorgio sukalos here what's like what the fuck is happening so but not to say that there isn't a lot of really compelling shit in this documentary there is a lot because i think there's clearly what you and me and many others have been looking into it exists pretty much everywhere we can look and yeah. now that we're a lot of us are mis distrusting the typical establishments histories. I think, you know, it's a vulnerable time because we have so much to play with and there's so many variables that we are now uh, kind of entertaining as a, as a whole that, a lot of these things are going to continue to be mixed together and it's going to be a very delicate process to kind of untangle everything. But I think we have a lot of the, I think the puzzle has been dumped on the, on the floor in front of us in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, uh, one of the, yeah, I, I really didn't get this part of it. He showed some maps describing, um, what it talks about in the greek mythology i i think this is like a what you're showing now is like a map from yeah. it and he was comparing it to florida it caught my and, eye a little uh, bit maybe so maybe so but the other thing he was talking about didn't make any fucking sense to me um, what was that one part? thing that it showed though on the video was uh neptune beach and uh a couple other beaches or cities uh kind of with greek names yeah um uh, like there's point siana uh there's uh jupiter uh trying to find I'm this looking for, i'm looking for some more but you know some of the ones that i i remember the other guys talking about were uh like uh Oh, that were in the video was Port St. Lucie. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is like Santa Lucia, which is another connection to Bach Saga and the Santa Lucia festival of uh, the woman putting the candles in her hair, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought maybe kind of resembles even the Statue of Liberty a little bit, but yeah. I might be pulling strings, but it is light and she had these candles in her hair so i mean the statue's crown like pokes out like these candles and she's mm -hmm. illuminated oh yeah so i thought that was interesting so check this uh, out there's also another town called saint petersburg florida which saint petersburg is the pearly gates uh -huh. uh, so i think that's another interesting connection <clears throat> that is interesting uh because there, there's a saint saint petersburg russia which I think is the original pearly gates, because if you go through St. Petersburg in Russia, it actually kind of takes you over to the Baltic Sea to be able to go into like Udenma or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
and mean, then there's Miami, which is Maya, right? Maya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that too. It's like yeah. And even even like and you look at the demographics in in Miami. I don't know what they are today, but like I know there's a large Jamaican population down there and you look at Jamaica, too. I mean, we've made connections with with a lot of uh, Patois and like the words they use to mm-hmm. a lot of terms. You know, when you look at it, it's like, well, raw stuff. All right. You know, raw. Raw. I think raw actually Yake brought, broke that whole thing down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He basically just said it. It's like the raw of another land. Basically, it's like the far off sun or mm. something. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, so it's the raw star far eye. So it's like the far off land of raw. And that eye could be E. Yeah, exactly. Far e. E. e, yeah. As in, you know. Um. So check this out. The interesting part about this Saxer thing that I found another connection to the saga, a little bit loose, but this idea that there's this Greek festival where they come back for like mm. the sponge fishing or whatever in this part oh, of Florida, yeah. and like so the Greeks like migrated there to and they started doing this every year. And Mm -hmm. he talks about this returning to source and you and I have talked about the concept of pilgrimage going back to source. Of course, we've talked about it mostly in terms of the saga uh, being replicated in Christianity or something or Catholicism. But again, Mm -hmm. this does reminisce of that, that, that returning to source idea. It's, very interesting. I would like to see how rich this story might be. I mean, this is recent, so maybe we could talk to some of these guys. I would definitely like to talk to the gold jacket dude. So <laughs> <laughs> just maybe not even yeah. about the Saxer saga, just to know what he's all about. Uh, like I, I thought I'll you try were to a time traveler. Some independent. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try to contact some independent wrestling companies and see if I can find them. <laughs> Yeah, that, that paints a good picture for the listeners, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another that's another funny, very Got like subtle a Bobby connection. The brain to the, jacket. Yeah. <laughs> this is I called him Shooter McGavin to you last night. I was like, what's this like <laughs> fucking poor man Shooter McGavin? What is this? Um, another yeah. connection that I just noticed that it's probably not intentional, obviously. It's just a synchronicity that most of this footage, even though it was 2013, it's all this old grainy bullshit footage from the 90s, just like all of the footage on on boxsaga.info, where like most of the information from young Michelle Merle and young Gur Eeyore is all on this like crappy VHS recording over and over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just this loose kind of thing. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. And this guy's so eccentric too, similar to Eeyore, where I don't I have I need to look into it further, but he's like, Yeah, I became an Egyptologist for a while. Like, what do you mean uh, there? One, yeah, one <laughs> do part. Do you mean of that you like went me. to Egypt? 
was that he said he was a psychic archaeologist. And when they asked him about him being a psychic archaeologist, he said he read a book about psychic archaeology and then he always wanted to be a psychic archaeologist. And then then when he was walking by this place one day, it like called to him and then he found it. So now he's a psychic archaeologist. And I was there like, There you go. Boom. Manifestation. I think you need to do a That's little bit more than that to <laughs> declare yourself a psychic archaeologist. Well, it's uh, funny, too, because he you know. also claims that, like, from an early age, you know, even before he had researched his family lineage, uh, that apparently, according to him, goes back to Isaac, which, you know, Jacob, mm. it's the it's the Jesus line. So that's not high and mighty or anything. But again, that's another parallel, right? It's another parallel to this this man, Eeyore, who claims that his family goes back to the first family ever right it's very grandiose but at the same time maybe there's more validity here you know i mean he talks about his family line we've asked jock about it he's you know verifies that there this is a family in sweden a royal line and everything so it's like it yeah. is yeah i thought we talked to we, we were talking to him about it in telegram earlier he said something yeah like, i'm probably misquoting him because i don't remember things <laughs> yeah i I asked look. him if he if he knew the guy and he knew who he was already, and he said no, he doesn't. He has no idea. So I don't know what he was referring to when he said von, uh, this uh, von Saxer, von Sax. He called him something different, like the. Let me go back. Yeah. But there's a Titusville. There's a. And Winter Sinner. Haven. Uh, oh, yeah. Winter Haven. Winter Garden. There's a Four Corners, Florida. So the Four Corners of the world. Uh, so that's interesting, too. So Jock said they, they call him Van Sinning. Van, yeah, Van Sinning. Von, von Sinning. Von, von Minded. Very true. And uh, you were like, oh, you know of this Von Sachs guy? And uh, I think he meant to say, yeah, never heard of. But in Swedish, <laughs> it, in Swedish, it means delusional or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't doubt that this guy is pointing to an actual royal family, the Von Sachs line. I'm sure he wouldn't be so dumb that Vaughn. no one was going to look that up immediately. Yeah. Right off the bat. You, well, I mean, we should have talked about that long before now that Vaughn V a N has been part of like surnames for fucking ever. And yeah. that's, that's a box saga thing right off the bat. That's all the, all the families and people that lived outside of the Acer were Vonner. So that, is interesting you know and that's not just eeyore bach going oh yeah i found that name is everywhere in surname so i'm just going to use that as part of my little mythology i'm cooking up no you look into etymology and those languages that's you know it, it lines well, it's up in, it's in norse it's in norse yeah, man. to the vonner that's what i'm saying Acer, right yeah the acer and the yeah. vonner exist regardless that's it's weird I, we, I wonder, because at one part in this, he gets into the phonetics, but I can't remember what he really talked about now. Mm. But I want to say that this guy was making a lot of, um, like, adjacent to root language type comments. Um, and he was mentioning 
I think he even mentioned Finnish folklore. But I know he was talking about obviously like Scandinavian folklore in general with the Swiss and the the Swedish. Mm. So there's a lot of interesting there's connection. There's a D- Danya beach where Florida? In Florida, Danya beach, yeah. How do you spell you it? You know my shit with the dance, D A N I A. Danya yeah, because I think the Dans were like the mercantile class, and they were the ones doing the. They were at the Atlantic civilization that was, you know, maintaining this area. So they were the Dons. They're the, the Dons. Do, yeah. The, the yeah, that's probably where where it comes from in the mafia as well. You get yeah, you have uh, Jordan. Yeah, because. Man, in California, had, you have Redonda Beach. Redonda yeah. Beach. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And and you have Jordan. Uh, and then uh, you have the Sudan. Yeah. Uh, the Jordan. Jor, like, maybe connected to Jarl. Jarl. Like that mm. cast, perhaps. We're going a little yeah. off topic, right? Yeah, so, We're going down one of our language... Uh, rabbit holes um but is there anything else that you'd like to to bring up about this saxer saga or anything that you've talked to roman and juan about perhaps that might um i don't know intrigue the audience intrigue me because i'm i don't know anything about this florida stuff this is kind of my first venture into it uh well there's bach tower yeah let's bring up this bach tower bach tower florida uh, and it's B-O-K. It's called Bok Tower Gardens. Yeah, and it's B-O-K. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that really matters, though, because... It's, uh, the... But it's a 250-acre contemplative garden and bird sanctuary located atop Iron Mountain uh north of lake wales look at this fucking thing i mean the screams you know gothic has a pool the water in front of it too now i mean i found this video connected to tartaria um conversations like that's the i think that was the youtube page that yeah, this was featured on is mostly like a Tartaria kind of wow. This thing it really does tower over the whole area. It's pretty wild. Um, it's a big dick. Look at that. We got a big giant phallus sticking up in Florida, mm-hmm. just like in so mm-hmm. many other places. Um, yeah. So this is from a Tartaria perspective that at least this page about old Florida is coming from. And I know that Tartaria obviously plays a role in this whole thing but it's much 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 more recent than a lot of the territory that dan and i typically are are rummaging through you know what i mean it kind of leads into tartaria but i'd like to get andreas on here with us to talk i I told him about this and he's like we got to go deep on that so i think he'd be a good person to talk to about and see if some more connections can be made as well you know yeah that'd be great yeah uh they're in the video they mentioned lilies and another flower 
and I can't remember what the other flower was. I can't either. Uh, but they had significance to also like Santa Lucia festival of, of putting the flowers in the hair. Mm -hmm. it, this is exactly what it reminded me of. So like, I think like the Greek version of this uh, Hesperides is kind of like a reflection of the box saga and these uh, Disas and uh, what do you call uh, swans? Yeah. Swans, right? Right. Yeah. yeah the swans. They were being picked for fertility. Right. Um, and so even the story of Hesperides has like this fertility aspect in it where she's like basically marrying Atlas and, and procreating seeding Florida right seeding the whole place and then of course you have that myth of the the seeds coming up and so yeah 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 it, and it's all still fertility I thought the democracy thing the democracy thing was interesting too which which aspect of, of it? Because he does mention that he in said, terms uh, of like his the Swiss liberation or something or the um, yeah. yeah. I'm having problems with my microphone. Let me. Uh, you still sound sexy as always. Um. Oh well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so apparently he was comparing it to like uh, the Sears of. What's what's that one famous chick called in in Greek mythology? Um, uh, the Oracle of Delphi, Oracle know. of Delphi, and they would sit above like the water on a thing, and they would basically inhale these fumes and have hallucinations and being able to talk to whatever they're talking Party. to the other world. And uh, what he's he said he found this keyhole door. And uh, he had chopped down all of these trees that uh, were in like this, like kind of broken down building. He said he couldn't even see like this keyhole thing that led underground uh, when he was walking by it. And he had to move and basically like it was like three blocks from where he lived uh, and he was walking his dog and that's when his psychic abilities told him to go check it out and he found this keyhole and he chopped down all the gardens and then everything grew back really fast <laughs> and he said like he had just chopped it down like not even a month ago and or a couple months ago i can't remember it was like two or three months i think three months maybe mm -hmm. but everything was, was thrown back like huge and lush and yeah. he was saying this because hesperides is uh pushing out the seeds right uh, for the uh of the plants because she's in charge of the plants uh and she gave like plant life to mankind it's pretty wild and so through this keyhole thing that goes down into the subterranean world to the underground she would basically sit there and she would have conversations with demons from the underworld and this was called demonocracy democracy demonocracy and this yeah. was like yeah this is how that uh because it was about two side is a two-sided thing right just like democracy is you know left and right and so she was able to be democratic and talk to the demons from the underworld and come back 
with knowledge to give to the people. Hmm. <laughs> and I thought that was a pretty interesting uh it's pretty for intense. lots of reasons. Yeah, yeah for reasons. <laughs> Just generally <laughs> speaking, lot. it's interesting <laughs> to think about <laughs> demonocracy. Yeah. You know. Um also uh, you mentioned um some sort of boxing celebration or something like that in Florida that happens. What was that? Mm. Uh you were mentioning before we were before we hit record, of course. Oh. It was some boxing? Maybe not boxing, no. but it was Bach something. It was like a day or a parade or, or something in Florida. Oh, oh shit. this was in uh, this was in Louisiana, though. Oh, it was Louisiana. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. During Mardi Gras. And it's mm -hmm. called uh, King. It was King Bacchus. King Bacchus. Uh, and, they, and they have a carnival, a carnival mm -hmm. and a parade for King Bacchus and uh celebrities dress up as bacchus and kind of go down the parade route uh, do they what as, do they look like when they get dressed up um, do they have horns greek no they look like greeks oh uh, okay 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 yeah. all right all right i just thought it was <laughs> interesting because louisiana is also in, in that gulf area right mm -hmm. and all of those lower areas of like Louisiana and Georgia and Florida, they all kind of have like a connection to, um, to this like Atlantis civilization. Uh, even Scott Walter, when he was like doing his Un America on earth show and talking about the Mayans and how they use this blue dye, the Mayan blue mm -hmm. that they would uh, cover their bodies in. He said that the source of that that he found was actually in Georgia. So Interesting. either they were driving a boat across the Yucatan into Georgia, or there was no bay there, and there's maybe a source underwater, or you know, there's more cave systems there. all through yeah. that whole area, miles and miles of natural caves under the Yucatan and all throughout that area. So, you know, you can't help but wonder, you look at the cave systems in America and then you look yeah. at where the Yucatan is that just, I just thought of that, but that's an interesting connection. Some of the most massive, I mean, literally mammoth cave system is right along that, that Eastern coastline, you know? Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Also in the video, they talked about a lot of underground caverns underneath uh, yeah. Florida, which is why they get a lot of sinkholes and shit because uh, it basically, it, it just falls into the water because the ground is so thin right. and in that in that kind of segment he was talking about the river sticks mm -hmm. uh, and kind of you know floating down the river of, of hell uh so i thought that was another kind of interesting thing that uh i didn't really know about florida myself uh so i found the video all in all interesting i wouldn't say it's like complete bullshit because i actually felt like i learned a few things from it yeah me as well uh, and and I also made some like different interesting connections to Florida and Box Saga from it. So yeah, dude. I was like, hey, there's some more stuff for Box Saga right there. Uh, I think it just compelled so me I, to look more into the um, American, the deep American stuff. Like the material you yeah. guys covered on Rising from the Ashes was pretty amazing. I took part in a couple of them. You know, I had my mm -hmm. mind blown by a bunch of people. 
Um, there's a lot going on. I mean, Emmanuel Kingman, Kingman has talked about a lot of things in America as well from uh, from a, a Christ perspective, the millennial kingdom. So yeah. all of these, there's pieces everywhere that, that do fit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just... Yeah think it's cautious it's it's uh responsible to kind of remain you know don't die on any hills yet no one's none of us are dying on any hills here like not no, no yeah. mounds or anything you know <laughs> no magnetic mountains where i just feel like all of it has a place um this has really compelled me to look further into the florida stuff there's also an idea too that uh, with the Mormons, uh, our good buddy Adam, who does intros on the show, and the, he writes for Ancient American Magazine also, mm-hmm. uh, he, he said that there's like a Garden of Eden uh, idea in the Mormon um, religion, and that is in Jackson, I think it's Jackson, Missouri, or Jacksonville, Missouri. I, I can't remember if it's there's a veil on it or whatnot but that's close to also think that's interesting (laughs) also think that's interesting too because of uh the big arch that's there too in in st louis Mm -hmm. uh and then uh i don't know if you ever watch that show uh defiance but that takes place in uh defiance missouri which is St. Louis, Missouri, because they have the big arch there. And that's like after the alien invasion and whatnot. And that's a really good show if nobody's watched it, Defiance. That sounds cool. It's on Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi has hidden gems, especially. If you're super into like, if you're super into alien stuff, like that is like the coolest fucking show ever. Sweet. I'll check it out. You know, Sci-Fi is just a little side note. The Sci-Fi Channel for a long time has put out extremely deep content in a lot of cases that mostly gets canceled as it's starting to pick up speed. That is the sci-fi channel way. Same thing. And I hate to say it as much as I despise Bezos and everything, everybody like him stands for. I will. I did find it interesting and, and exciting a few years back when one of my favorite shows, the expanse, was one of those victims and was getting canceled from the sci-fi channel. I couldn't even believe it went two seasons and Bezos <laughs> saved it. And, uh, you know, I'll give him credit for that, even though he probably jacked the uh, fucking narrative of the show. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think defiance went three, maybe four seasons and just the character development in that is just fucking so good. Nice. Uh, uh, they have, they have like super white ass aliens <laughs> are we talking like, like nordics or just like their color is white they're like fucking white a humanoid uh, though they're very yes and nordic looking yes yeah um and they have a very weird like culture about them and the that uh the main character of of these people is he's very uh conniving and it's very interesting. What's his name? They also have like uh, I can't recall it. It's been a while since I watched it. Uh, but they also have like a a, a black uh, civilization who likes to blow planets up and capture planets. <laughs> and uh, they have another. Uh, they have some Chewbacca looking people. They have some troll looking people. They have. Uh, 
um these other oh they have reptilians who are medic medics Interesting. this one girl in it is a medic and she's a reptilian and uh then like the main character girl uh who the human uh main character it's like his adopted daughter and uh she's she's this weird kind of alien with like a third eye thing going on hmm. it's not even a third eye it's like a dot but she has like these weird powers and basically it's set like after this alien invasion kind of happens and and then like uh what happens is all the aliens that invaded the war is over now and now they have to learn to live with each other in harmony and peace basically mm-hmm. and try to get along to get along you know or whatever interesting and so they go through all these different you know it's a it's a good drama series with these different alien creatures from all over the galaxy sounds a little like uh on the same philosophical lines as like district nine a little bit like social commentary almost about xenophobia or something like that like you know in a more grandiose way like an enemy mind type of way (laughs) this is a little bit this is like a kind of like a little bit more mad max with like a sanctuary city of aliens gotcha okay that sounds fucking cool another gem (laughs) is uh you know if anyone i feel like a lot of people think of battlestar galactica as just like cheese ball stuff from a long time ago that show is absolutely brilliant that's another (laughs) absolute hidden gem where did we get on alien sci-fi shows i can't remember where we got off but it was probably nordics of some kind right (laughs) oh mormonism (laughs) that makes it right okay did you know that a lot of mormon rituals uh mimic a lot of freemasonic rituals there's a lot of a lot of connections there or they're also the more men, right? That's so true. That's the true. Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Free Morrisonry. I don't know. That's the I, th- I think I we've successfully <laughs> confused each other, ourselves, and the audience <laughs> to a new level. So I think it's a success. Um, <laughs> more. Success. Yeah. Success. Yeah. So we, we have succeeded. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how important, valid, or useful this uh, Saxer saga is, but I think there's there's some stuff to it. I think uh, connections yeah. to what we've been looking into, which is awesome. Uh, also, a lot of new ideas. So maybe not even new ideas. Just again different angles to the same story different time periods and i think uh just to wrap it up a little bit with what i think about this garden of eden atlantis idea if i haven't kind of driven it home yet is that yeah it's just like a fractal right it's muscle memory we're using the same all around the world we had i think i'm not sure if i said this on the air before but it's like we don't have cultures that last more than a couple hundred years, a couple thousand years at the absolute max. So if we have this hypothetical culture of the saga, the box saga from a long, long time ago that lasted possibly millions of years or even hundreds of thousands of years, you know, be conservative about it. That could possibly echo out so hard that we've, we just can't shake it from our muscle memory, from our consciousness. It's literally the thing that was everything 
it was the way of life for so long that it's just embedded in us. And that's possibly where a lot of this, you know, repeating hero's journey comes from. I mean, you know, Joseph Campbell never even really said hero's journey. He said hero's adventure. So, you know, journey Mm. implies an end. So, you know, it's, Mm. this is ongoing. It seems it just echoed out forever. So whether the box saga are really the ones that were at the beginning and it all fractaled out from there, or if, you know, it, popped up in many places and similar i don't know i don't know we don't know yet but i have some ideas for some more deep chills in the future good one is uh the the mushroom in the what's the it cross yeah the John, mushroom in the cross yeah, allegro book. yeah yeah uh, pull the, i'll book. pull the dust off that book i haven't looked at that book in like 20 years <laughs> That was one of the first ones uh, I ever bought after like tripping. I was listening to uh, Joe Joe Rogan earlier with Aaron Rodgers, and they were talking about it. And uh, he Joe Rogan was saying that uh, that Allegro basically they took the Dead Sea Scrolls and patched them all together from the skins. Uh, they collected the DNA to see what skins go with what, and then they pieced it together. And then they were able to find like this whole story and uh, it talked about mushrooms and eating and consuming the mushrooms and how they got all these stories. So it might be interesting to explore that to see if we can make any uh, box saga connections from there. I would love to do that. I think that would be a fun, fun to do. And, uh, and then the other one, oh, go ahead though. Before yeah. I say the other one. Uh, just, just to, because the way I got into box saga personally, when I first heard you talking about it was my psychedelic experiences that really told me that I needed to look at what Dan was talking about further because it, it <laughs> echoed my experience of, uh, you know, uh, discovering some sort of, uh, story hidden inside of syntax or or language itself the words the sounds that we put together as words there was like a hidden story amongst all of it you know and that's mm-hmm. it, it sounded crazy it felt crazy and you know you know the story i didn't think about that until you brought up box saga so the idea of john yeah. allegro and you know the mushroom and i think in his terminology jesus the figure of jesus is the mushroom like the body of christ and all that right yeah well they're talking about how like uh in in uh in the dead sea scrolls when they reconfigured them like the whole story that the whole narrative that we have of the bible now is kind of a bit construed from the original source because Mm -hmm. this was uh found in arabic uh so it's like a even more and more original source than the rest of them Mm -hmm. and they're talking about how these mushrooms were used in like a fertility uh type ritual that they did and stuff so uh it'd be interesting to see if that has any connections to the box saga because i've never actually read the book but i heard some of the things that they were saying and they're saying like uh god came on to some of the mushrooms and they would eat those ones yeah and i was yeah, like well, he's talking, well, that's talking fucking about the... interesting isn't it they talk about the, like, the little sugar dots on the tops of um, 
the Amanita oh, okay. muscaria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were like uh, <laughs> semen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was kind of like an interesting thing. I was like, Ooh, maybe there's something there. So I'd like to dig into that. And then the other one is uh, I watched this uh, documentary by Mr. Mythos on the, the angels and what their roles were in humanity. And I felt like he was talking about the whole Lemminkainen fertility, right, in a way. Really? It was like God God stays in, in, on the throne and uh, he basically sends out these emissaries and he has different casts of emissaries mm-hmm. of these angels. And there's three different casts of them. It's very Atlantean. And basically all these different casts have different uh, roles that they play. Uh, they talked a lot about the wheels within wheels and the spheres and uh, Enoch and Ezekiel and um, these different types of angel encounters. And notably that all the angels had were males and not females was also kind of interesting. So I just felt like, oh, maybe there's some. Well, I watched the video. There's a lot of box stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, it already sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, so the mushroom you, thing, so I don't think we're going to find. Gonna... What's that? I'm going to watch it again and take a bunch of notes on it. Uh, I sent it over to you. So okay. if you can uh, do the same, we can yes. put that together and, and kind of do it like we did this one and just kind of talk about it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. A lot, lot more coming up for the deep chill. We're going to start releasing older episodes for free soon as well. So look forward to that. But yeah, everybody go check out a very few, very limited amount of resources on, on YouTube and the internet so far that I've found for the Saxer saga, S-A-X-E-R. Uh, it's interesting to say the least. And I think there's plenty of connections to be made at least. Yeah, it was put out a little over a week ago by a channel called Old World Florida. So Check shout out. out to them, too, yeah. for credit, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they had a good amount of videos that we could dig into. I would like to maybe even talk to those guys because the, the, there's a lot of, uh, I think, the more regions we talk to, is going to be uh, really helpful. We're going to like just kind of build a new map as best we can. I would love to get some Australian Tartaria people to talk to. That sounds yeah. really intriguing, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. a lot coming up, um, but yeah, take this and run with it. See, see what you guys can find. See if it's anything more than what we've said, any connections that you see that we haven't. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm putting this out tomorrow morning. So <laughs> yeah, th- I just want this yeah. out. I want eyes on it. Remember. All right, everybody. Dan, I love you. I'll see you soon. Everybody. Love you too, bro. I love you. Talk to you Chill next time. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And read a book. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button 
follow me on all the social places, and remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, cactus Enough! You meddle with the primal forces of nature! And you will atone! What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.